Well, hey there. Welcome to the Prayer Podcast. I'm your host, Jan L. Burt, your fellow Jesus follower who very much wants to grow in my prayer life and encourage others in their prayer lives too. Here on the Prayer Podcast, we learn what the Bible has to say about prayer, and then we apply it by actually praying. It's my privilege to join you on this prayer journey. Now, let's get to praying. Hello there, and welcome to this episode of the Prayer Podcast. Jan Elbert coming to you from sunny Kansas, and I am thankful and blessed to be able to share about God's Word and about prayer with you today. Thanks so much for being here. All right, so question for you today for this episode. We're going to kick it off with a question. What comes to mind when you hear the word will? W-I-L-L. When your teacher or your coach says, you will do this or you will not do that, When you use that word will in terms of making a commitment, big or small, oh, I will, I promise I will. What about when somebody promises you that they will do a certain something? What comes to mind? Pause there so you could have a second to think about what comes to mind. All right, well, you know what? God makes us some tremendous promises in the Bible. And you know what else? He always keeps them. Where God puts a period where God puts a period, which is sort of what he does when he uses that word will in one of his promises, we often come back and we kind of turn that period that God put there, we turn it into a comma. We often put a comma where God has put a period. We wonder if God's going to do what he promised to do. We do wonder that, don't we? We wonder if we're going to somehow get in the way of God keeping his promises. Huh, that might be a little bit above our pay grade, but nevertheless, we still wonder. We wonder if it's reasonable to even expect him to do any more of the miracles that he used to do, to continue to keep his promises, as if perhaps the current date on the kingdom calendar has has long since passed some expiration date and we missed the boat. I want to encourage you. In particular, as this relates to your prayer life, that when God says will, he really does mean it. And when we put a comma where he has placed a period, man, I would just love it if we could all just stop doing that. If we sure could just stop it, that would be amazing. Psalm 17 verse 6 says this in the NLT. I am praying to you because I know you will answer, O God. Bend down and listen as I pray. Isn't that really the heart of prayer? Asking God for what we need, taking our broken and hurting hearts to him and asking him to heal and restore and bless and make whole, believing that he's going to answer. You know, some of us, we may have faced bumps on the road of life and dealt with some unanswered prayers. We may still be spending time in prayer, but maybe we haven't really been believing God is going to actually answer those prayers. It happens, my friend. And when we pretend it doesn't happen, I think we're not being totally honest. We're also not really helping the rest of the body of Christ. It is not better for me to pretend like I have never struggled with wondering why something didn't happen the way I was certain it would based on the prayers I prayed that were fully in line with the Bible. I'm not doing you any favors by pretending that somehow I've got the fast track. 
I've got the inside information and I always get my prayers answered and I know what not to pray because that's never going to get answered. I, I wouldn't, A, that's not true. And B, that's not doing anything to help love and encourage and bless and mature the rest of the body of Christ. And there really is an attitude of like, if I'm, if I'm not doing well, other parts of the body aren't going to do well because I'm not doing well. That's just, I'm paraphrasing what Paul said in the New Testament, but we want to be a healthy body, body of Christ. And if one part of us is not healthy, doesn't that impact the rest? Just like in a real body, it sure does. So it's good to be honest about this and then to just take it all right back to the Lord and the what does the word of God say? And that's going to be our default. But be honest about the struggles we've had. You know, when we realize that we've been praying without much belief, you know, can we go back to God and say, Lord, I just want to believe again? Can we be that honest in our praying? Can we get that real and that raw? I just want to believe again. Could we pray that our praying will be rooted in the trust that our God who loves us is going to answer? Okay, I'm going to say that again because it sounded like a little bit of a run-on wonky sentence. Could we pray? And literally, as we pray, could our prayer be, Lord, would you make my praying rooted in trust and trusting that you, you're going to answer because you love me. Could we pray that way again? Can we pray to have our prayer stretched? Can we pray to have our prayers be more believing? Can we pray about our praying? When we get serious and ask, why do we pray anyway? I think we're asking a good question. Why do we pray? It's okay to pause and think about the why for a moment. Is it out of habit? Oh, well, you know, there are going to be a far worse habits you can have than praying, that's for sure. Is it just the right thing to do as a Christian? Well, I mean, I suppose it is, but I hope we pray for more reasons than that. Do we pray because we know, with some degree of certainty, that God will answer? The word will, by definition, cannot mean the opposite. It doesn't mean maybe. It doesn't mean might, could, or hopefully. Will really does mean will. And in this verse, Psalm 17, verse 6, it says, and I quote, I am praying to you because I know you will answer. So there it is, right here in black and white, written on the pages of the Bible, on my Bible and yours. We don't pray to a far off God who only listens when he's so inclined, who plays favorites, who demands different hoops be jumped through each time we come to him with our request. God is not like that, not at all. He is the God who hears when we call out to him. And he is the God who answers. I am praying to you, O God, because I know that you will answer. So bend down and listen as I pray. Isn't this verse really just a beautiful and bold prayer? Do we ever say to the Lord, Lord, I know you're hearing. I know you're going to answer. Bend down and listen as I pray. Lord, bend down and hear me. Listen to me, Lord. Do we ever say that? We can say that. Maybe some of us need to know that it's okay That's right there in the Bible. It's okay to pray that way to God. If this feels sort of wrong to you, believe me, you're not alone. It it does at first blush seem a little bit irreverent, as if maybe we're unaware of how holy our God is. And it is not a bad idea to bear in mind the holiness of God. He is the one who dwells in unapproachable light, and yet he has made a way for us to come to him directly in prayer In the name of his son, Jesus. This is remarkable, this gift we've been given. Don't forget that he is holy. But also don't fail to ask him to hear you, to bend down and listen as you pray, as you ask him for the things that are oh so needed in your life and in the lives of your loved ones. 
we can pray this way because the word of God tells us we can. Can we believe that praying in this manner is often true for the one with the heart that trusts so fully in her God or his God, if you're a male listener, in her heavenly father, her Abba father's love and care, that she just believes completely that he's going to bend down close when she prays to him? Yeah, I want us to have that kind of believing when we pray. Would our praying, our prayer lives, and it is a life, it should be a living and active thing for disciples of Jesus. Would our prayer life be different if we prayed with this in mind? And can I pray this over you today? Father, today I come to you with a heart that longs for your people who bear your name to know you so well and trust you so much that they pray with boldness and with reverence, asking you to hear them and to answer, to bend down and listen as they pray. Keep us as the apple of your eye, Lord. May we be quick to turn to you in prayer when we face a situation, circumstance, a relationship, a health issue, or any other kind of struggle. May our first desire be to take that issue to you in prayer. And when we do, may we simply believe you so completely and rest so fully in your love for us that we feel safe asking you to hear us and to answer us. May we be a praying people. May that be the hallmark of our lives. And may we pray because we know you, Lord, will answer us. We know, Lord, you will answer us. And that is why we pray. You are our God. You love us immensely. You do bend down and listen as we pray. Please do this today for your children, for your people. Hear us. Be near to us. Reveal that nearness to us in tangible ways. I'm asking this for everyone listening today. Answer their prayers. And if possible, answer them quickly, Lord, so very quickly, because many of their needs are urgent and pressing. When they end their time in prayer, Lord, would you grant them a special measure of your grace and your peace? Pour it out on them. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering prayer. We are in awe that God Almighty bends low to hear us. We don't take that for granted, and we want to honor you in all that we do. Help us to live well each day, honoring you, Lord, and bless us as we grow in our praying. In Jesus' name I ask this. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today, and I am looking forward to praying for you again in the next episode of the Prayer Podcast with Jan L. Burt. Until then, bye-bye. so much for joining me today on the prayer podcast. It's a blessing to read what the Bible says about prayer and then to be able to pray with you. Remember to always pray and never give up. See you back here next time.